0: Inter-podcast. There are numbers that in the history of football have a very different symbolic value than the others. Just to give a few examples, the goalkeeper is universally recognized as the number one. The centre forward remains for all the number nine. Very different from the false nueve people are talking about too much in the last few years. Then we can talk about the number seven, the talented winger, and the number five, rocky defensive bastion. However, in this series of podcasts, we want to focus on the number par excellence, the one with a capital N, the most iconic number in the football world. Because, let's say it, what would football be without number 10? ten? Ten. 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 Number ten, number Ten number 10. number imperatore, salta il primo, attenzione, è uno contro uno, attenzione, è uno contro uno, attenzione, cerca di saltarlo, salta, arriva il tiro, a gol, e gol, goal gol, a gol, gol, E' gol, e gol, e gol, e gol, 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 E' gol, 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 When a player scores a goal of the calibre San Siro witnessed on October the 17th, 2004, he proves that he is special. A goal so good it had both sets of supporters up on their feet in admiration. That autumn day, San Siro was treated to one of the club's greatest ever goals. With power, strength and technique, that player single-handedly took on the opposition defence before displaying ice-cool composure to slot it home. That man was one of our all-time great number 10s. That man was Adriano Leice Ribeiro, a.k.a. The Emperor. But the adventure of our podcast protagonist started a world away from Milan and the prestigious surroundings of San Siro. The story of Adriano begins in the 80s, in the favela of Rossinha, a shantytown home to 70,000 people among its streets. A place that didn't offer much hope in the way of a future, and a life of crime was, for many, the only way to survive. But for Adriano, there was another way out. The Brazilian was blessed with a talent – And from a young age, it was clear few could do what he could do with the ball at his feet. But his talent didn't automatically qualify him for an easy life. Far from it. One night in 1992, his father, Almir, was hit in the head by a stray bullet. Adriano was next to him when he collapsed on the ground, seemingly dead. But Almir Leiche Ribeiro miraculously survived and he was back working as a courier just weeks later. He wanted his son Adriano to use his talent to build a brighter future, away from the perils of the favelas. Adriano would forever be grateful to his father Almir and mother Rosilda. Without their sacrifices and support, he never would have made it as a professional footballer. Adriano started his career at Flamengo, initially playing as a left-back. But the older he grew, the more he realized he was more effective at the other end of the pitch. Thanks to his physicality and his abilities on the ball, he found himself pushed further and further upfield. A few games and a few goals playing as a striker were enough to show everyone that he had the qualities to play up front. And when he got the call from Inter, the same team where his fellow countryman Ronaldo played, Adriano could not have been happier. He was only 19, and a complete unknown, when he landed in Italy in the summer of 2001. His transfer went under the radar, but it was not long before people started to sit up and take notice of this talented team. One night in mid-August, Inter were competing in a friendly for the Santiago Bernabeu trophy versus Real Madrid. With time ticking down and the score tied at 1-1, Inter boss Hector Cooper turned to his bench and his number 14. Nobody knew who that young, fresh-faced youngster was, but he didn't seem to be afraid of anything. He was fearless, winning the ball and running at the Real Madrid defense. Using a mix of power, pace and strength, he ran rings around the defense and eventually won his side a free kick on the edge of the area. The promising position seemed perfect for the right boot of Dutch master Clarence Seydorf, and everyone expected the classy midfielder to take the free kick. But when the referee blew his whistle, something else happened, something that would prove a defining moment in inter-history. Instead of Seydorf, that young Brazilian with the number 14 jersey began his run-up. He struck it with his left and blasted it into the top corner. A moment that would prove his first step towards greatness and ultimately becoming a the all-conquering emperor. After that fabulous free kick, Adriano told his teammates of how he was constantly looking to do special things out on the pitch, and it's fair to say he achieved that in his first eight minutes with the Inter jersey. Adriano had put his name on the map and was following in the footsteps of his friend and idol Ronaldo. And there were more special moments to come, like that afternoon of September 2001. On that occasion, he banked his first competitive goal for the Nerazzurri, scoring a late winner at home to Venezia. Adriano had shown he had talent and potential, but the time had come for him to cut his teeth elsewhere and play regular football, so he was sent out on loan, first to Fiorentina and then to Parma. During those experiences, he developed a knack that would come in very handy for his return to Inter, scoring versus AC Milan. He punished the Rossoneri both for Fiorentina and Parma. One of those goals happened to be a classy backheel flick, a piece of skill that had shown how far he had developed away from San Siro. In particular, at Parma, Adriano showed he was ready to make the step up and in january 2004 he returned to inter to help the team achieve champions league qualification undaunted by the new challenge he also opted for a number that is not for everyone the famous nerazzurri number 10. you could say that inter was always adriano's destiny as a child Inter Campus had chosen him and others from his favela to take part in a soccer camp in Rio. That experience and the desire to one day replicate the feats of the phenomenon Ronaldo was all the motivation he needed to become a Nerazzurri player. Powered by Adriano's goals, Inter qualified for the 2004-2005 Champions League, safe in the knowledge that, with a player like Adriano, Anything was possible. Meanwhile, that summer he left for Peru, where he played for Brazil in the Copa America. Adriano simply stole the show. He scored a hat-trick against Costa Rica, a brace versus Mexico, a goal in the semi-final with Uruguay, and a goal in the final against Argentina. <fixos> E sabe agora, Capricha Adriano! Olha o empate! Go! Pode até passar, Adriano, número 7, artilheiro da Copa, os 48 no instante final! The Celesteu won it in dramatic style on penalties with Adriano crowned Player of the Tournament. Brazil had a new golden boy. His displays for club and country made him famous worldwide. Adriano had his whole career ahead of him, and buoyed after inspiring his nation to Copa America glory, he set his sights back to club matters and the new season for Inter. He was eager to get going and took a flight at the end of July to make his way to pre-season training. But thoughts of summer preparations and a Champions League qualifier with FC Basel were soon put to one side as tragedy struck, changing the life of Adriano forever. On the morning of the 5th of August 2004, Italian media announced the terrible news. The passing away of Adriano's father, Almir Leice Ribeiro. Devastated, Adriano flew back to Brazil, comforted only by the messages of support and condolences from everyone at the club, from Massimo Moratti to Roberto Mancini. Adriano was in pieces. The news hit him hard. Not only had he lost his father, he had lost a hero, a role model. It was not the first time he had experienced death. During his childhood he had lost friends, but this was different. But he knew he had to stay strong. Far too much depended on him, especially the future of his family. He came back to Milan still grieving, but when he wore the Inter number no. 10, he was able to escape from the pain. Out on the pitch, he showed off all his talent, wreaking havoc for opponents. Adriano would have loved for his father to see him ripping apart defences in Serie A, and he paid tribute to him after every goal, pointing to the sky in memory of his father Almir. Adriano appeared to be coping well, and with each game he got stronger and stronger, better and better. On the 18th of September, and in a game versus Palermo, the Brazilian showed not only his eye for goal, but also his ballistic brilliance, rattling the crossbar with a supersonic strike. That rasping strike we've just mentioned versus Palermo means that game has gone down in the record books. Not for the result, But for Adriano's unstoppable shot that smashed the crossbar traveling at a staggering speed of around 140 kilometers per hour. A left foot thunderbolt that left fans speechless. And it wasn't the first time he had supporters sitting back in awe of his abilities. Remember that goal we mentioned at the very start of our podcast? The date was October the seventeenth, two thousand and four, and Inter hosted Udinese. But did you know that Adriano risked not playing that day after returning late from a trip to Brazil? As punishment, the club was ready to fine him and exclude him from the matchday squad. But the coach Roberto Mancini wasn't going to let Adriano watch on from the stands. He needed his star man and was prepared to overlook his misdemeanor. Adriano started and starred that day in what would go down as one of his most iconic moments in an Inter shirt. Early on in the contest, Inter won a free kick in an innocuous position. Too far out to trouble the Udinese goal, but not for this player. Not for our number 10, Adriano. Adriano struck it, and the ball whistled beyond the Udinese goalkeeper and into the back of the net. 1-0 to Inter. Adriano, though, had only served the appetizer to the San Siro faithful. Moments later, he presented them with the finest of main courses. Adriano took on the entire Udinese lineup, slicing his way through the team, going on an incredible mazy run before burying it home. That goal summed up what Adriano was all about. The close control, the power, the strength, the composure, the finish. Simply breathtaking. That season, Adriano made waves, not only in Italy and Serie A, but also in Europe and the Champions League. On the 15th of March, 2005, the mighty Emperor Adriano conquered Porto, the then defending European champions sinking the Portuguese outfit with a hat trick. Veronne, <laughs> ball per Adriano, non è fuori gioco, Adri, può andare, entra in area, attenzione, Adriano, salta l'uomo, converge, tiro, agar, Goal! agar, goal! agar, goal! agar, goal! agar, goal! agar, goal! agar, 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 Adriano Lecce Ribeiro had come on leaps and bounds since his arrival in 2001. He had arrived a boy and had become a man. By 2005, he was at the peak of his powers, a leader, capable of winning matches on his own with his all-powerful left boot. He could score with ease, and it all came so natural to him. Then again, it should come as no surprise as he was simply replicating what he had done as a child. It was an innate gift. And never was that more evident than in the first leg of the Coppa Italia final against Roma at the Stadio Olimpico. Adriano broke the ice with a left foot streamer, leaving the Roma goalkeeper with no chance. A stunning strike and one that current Inter hitman Romelo Lukaku has picked out as one of his favourite goals scored by Adriano in an Inter shirt. Adriano and Lukaku, the past and present of the Nerazzurri attack, united by their strength, goals and abilities to lead from the front. But back to that cup final. Because Adriano would also score the second goal that night against Roma, netting a header to seal a 2-0 win. A vital victory that put Inter in control for the return leg where Inter would win again. But this time it was another set-piece specialist and left-footed wonder that grabbed the headlines, Sinisa Mihailovic. The Coppa Italia was raised to the sky that night under the floodlights of San Siro, starting an era of Nerazzurri domestic dominance. As for Adriano, it was the ultimate way to bring the curtain down on a fantastic season and head to Germany, where he won the Confederations Cup with a star-studded Brazil team. The Celasal would call upon the likes of Ronaldinho, Kaká and Ronaldo. And unsurprisingly, the outcome was the same as the Copa America a year prior. The Brazilians triumphed, destroying their eternal rivals Argentina 4-1, with the emperor pitching in with a brace. That performance cemented Adriano's reputation as the best forward on the planet. And he had the numbers to back it up. Adriano had scored 42 goals in less than 12 months for club and country. He was reveling in the limelight but knew he had to keep his feet firmly on the ground. He had been warned during his days as an aspiring pro at a Flamengo that plenty of talents had burned out quickly. Sadly, that would ultimately prove true of Adriano. But back in the summer of 2005, the notion of that happening appeared unthinkable. After a stellar season, the big question was could he do it all again? Continuity is key. And as the saying goes, you are only as good as your last game. Getting to the top is one thing. Staying there is another. The new season started in promising fashion. Two goals in Ukraine in the Champions League preliminary rounds versus Shakhtar Donetsk, winning the Italian Super Cup against Juventus and netting a hat-trick against Reviso in Serie A. Then he hit a barren patch, and the goals dried up. That was until December the 11, 2005, when the city of Milan came to a standstill for the mother of all matches, the Derby della Madonnina. Adriano didn't need long to leave his mark on the contest, scoring from the penalty spot. Shevchenko hit back, however, for the Rossoneri, also from the penalty spot. Momentum then swung back in favour of Inter, as Martins put us back in front. Victory seemed assured, only for Yap Starm to silence the Inter faithful by heading home the equaliser, with five minutes remaining. With the game deep into added time, it was looking like the teams would share the points. But all of a sudden, there was a glimmer of hope. Corner kick to Inter! The Nerazzurri supporters held their breath The ball was played into the middle of the area and found its way to Adriano. The emperor was not going to be toppled. He rose highest, leaping towards the ball, head and shoulders above the rest. The ball ended up in the back of the net and Adriano went wild, venting all his joy and emotion that only a last gasp Derby Day winner can provoke. He may not have been on the same level as the previous season, but he was still the emperor and his show of strength that day versus Milan reminded everyone of just that. But after such an action-packed period on and off the pitch, it all caught up with Adriano. While initially he managed to cope with the loss of his father, he eventually started to find it harder and harder to accept that his father Almir was no longer with him. It started to impact Adriano on the field, but also away from the pitch, he fell in with the wrong crowd. There was still success winning, amongst other things, the 2006 Coppa Italia and two league titles. But he was not the Adriano of old. To get back on track, in 2008, he returned to his homeland, Brazil, signing on loan for Sao Paulo. When he eventually came back to Milan, Jose Mourinho had been waiting for him and had kept aside his number 10 shirt. The Portuguese coach had faith in Adriano and realized what Adriano needed at a time like that was a father figure. Adriano started to play again for the Nerazzurri and soon did what he did best, punish our city rivals AC Milan. That goal versus Milan in the 2008-2009 season would prove Adriano's last with our number 10 shirt, the final act of a special player who, for a few years, was the unstoppable and all-conquering emperor armed with a lethal left foot and capable of scoring all kinds of goals, very few can say they have rivaled the great Adriano, a player who arrived as an unknown quantity and a fresh-faced teenager with a dream, but left us as a Derby Day hero and Nerazzurri icon. Because Adriano Leice Ribeiro is, and always will be, The Emperor with a Neradzuri heart.